You're listening to CGM Lounge. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to CGM Lounge. This is the the quiet storm edition, the late night recording. Linda, why are you scratching? I don't know, I'm really itchy. Oh, maybe, maybe we should do this virtually. Contaminate my office. <laughs> Contaminate my office space. So we got the the once proud member of CGM now. She betrayed us. What? <laughs> <laughs> so I know I the folks find Linda. Linda, we got uh, we got Linda on the track. Dímelo. Uh, yeah. So what's going on? How was your week? already my week was okay but the people want to know it was all right the people want to know it was la gente it was quieren an art conocerlo. week i've been in the museum all week mm-hmm. looking at art talking to kids talking to people and that's it that's Does all it? i'm gonna say about that Does it? But that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today? today? I never know. I'm, today. Folks, I got a secret. I never know what the agenda is. It's I think this podcast is going downhill quick. <laughs> what are you talking about? Today we're talking about technology. Okay. And that's all we put on the <laughs> Technology. Tech. That's all we wrote. Damn. So. We got lazy on that one, huh? No, I think we probably had a vision for it. But I'm not sure. But the executive producer didn't fill out. Didn't fill it out. Uh, So what was last week? Last week was what? Last week we talked about politics. We talked about oh yeah how politics affects business, and I think we're supposed to talk about how technology affects business. Business, and we use a lot of technology here. We do. Oh, you know what it was? You know what it is? So the technology piece was kind of going into um, in this day and age it's very easy to, to build a, a successful bu- business with low with low cost low barriers to entry so all the fun and games aside folks we do know what we're talking about and this was scheduled and we do understand the agenda so don't don't think that we're just here going off the top of the dome <clears throat> <laughs> so now to, to all all's fair um, and to be honest, technology and entrepreneurship today starting out is, is critically important. And so one of the things that we talk about and what are you doing? Looking for it. Hair, hair tie? Continue. <laughs> it's going from podcast to radio show real fast. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we talk about and welcome to the jungle, which you can download at cgmphilly.com forward slash survival is um, scaling and then and creating a map or uh, what we call marking your tracks. So in entrepreneurship, it's very important that you create processes and how you move units, but more importantly, how you get to the point where you're prepared to move those units. And with the advent of social media and technology today, it's a lot easier for people to duplicate their processes and save money. So today we're going to talk about some cool gadgets that we use and that we've known a lot of, that have also started up as um, as a startup businesses around the time that we started. 
and we've seen them mature and blossom into some pretty cool gadgets that you could use for your day-to-day work. So let's talk about, I mean, we design sites, but we always, we're, I think first and foremost, we're here to be an information resource center. So when people come to us, you know, they have an idea about a site or graphic design. What's more important to us is that we give you good intel rather than just sell something. So when you, if you're starting up a business and you need to go find um, or you want to develop a site to promote some good free um, sites to use, my personal favorite is Weebly um, on the free side because mm-hmm. uh, Weebly gives you a lot of creative control. That's uh, Weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y.com. Um, that's an interesting name. So I, I want to know how they came up with Weebly. Yeah, we'll talk about naming in a second because we get we get a, a ton of people that are like, oh, I don't know what I want to name it, and I, my my feedback is always the name isn't important. Just name is something and mm-hmm. branding. But anyway, um, Weebly is dope because they give you a lot of uh, creative flexibility, but also a ton of templates. There's more templates than Wix used to. I haven't been on Wix in a while, but Wix is another free one. Not to pick on Wix. I didn't personally like it, uh, you know, four or five years ago. But maybe it's changed and maybe it's a little bit better. But Weebly's always been consistently good with their content. So you can get a free Weebly site. Or if you're in retail, um, one site that used to be free, Big Cartels. I just found out that they're no longer free this week. But there's also just big, as of this week, yeah, they're not free. They just, were free. They were free. And now this week they're, they're not, not free. free. Yeah. So big wow. big cartel was a good one for commerce people because it linked to Facebook and Facebook's marketplace. And it also linked to um Instagram. So big cartel for a long time. I mean when I say a long time, a long time since like two thousand eleven. 2010, they were free. It was free for you to just have. A, we used to actually sell event tickets off a of big cartel because it was like a free commerce platform. Okay. Yeah, but big cartel used, uh, used to be free, but now you can go to big commerce. Big commerce is completely free, so it's a similar concept. So, why would a site like Big Cartel go from being free? now being paid does that mean that they like scaled up in some way or I don't know like what does that mean what does it tell you um in my opinion not looking at their business plan I would say for them to have been free for so long and to now be paid they probably changed ownership mm-hmm. um either that or they ran out of they ran out of money. <laughs> they, they need like they not need. enough people are doing it, or not enough advertising money. Well, typically when a site is free, and we talk about this, and welcome to the jungle too. There's three ways to market: there's um, hunt, fish, and farm. So hunting is on a, on a direct sell. I'm trying to get you to buy this thing right now. Fishing is like promoting via um, a broad a broad base, a broad communication. So a billboard, social media. Then farming is like a, almost like a Pandora. So I'll give you something for free. There's a free version of it, but it's not the best quality. It's not the version that you're gonna get the premium service on. It's just, it's great, it's good service, but it's not premium. So I think Big Cartel had that model where it was free, but you had like dot Big Cartel in your name. So it'd be like two goats in a farm. That's not- 
but we'll just use it for now. <laughs> Two goats in a yard? Yeah. Dotbigcartel.com. So they would say, all right, if you don't want the dot big cartel in it, just pay us this $10. And then you could get two goats in a yard dot com. Oh. So that they were trying to, you could use the service for free, but there was like some asterisks along with it. But if you paid, then you got your own domain and you got more products and more things of that nature. So I think you can only have like five products on the free version. Mm-hmm. And then when you paid, you can get up to 20. So probably they either changed ownership or enough people, enough people weren't actually being farmed up to the paid stuff because they didn't care about it they were just using it to get in the game for free which was their niche so it was probably one of those company one of those two things either they change ownership or they just realized like man we should just make this mandatorily free i mean man we should make this a mandatory charge because more people are getting on square more people are getting on shopify and they're charging and we're over here not charging um so take that option away that's what it seems like um so two options Weebly if you're just making a regular site Weebly also has e-commerce on it too but Big Cartel used to be free now it's not so um I just found Big Commerce yesterday Big Commerce is pretty cool um so that's on the website side so of course, everybody knows Instagram and Facebook in terms of communication. Um, but in t- content creation, that'll aid you in getting on Instagram and getting organized in Facebook and Twitter is Hootsuite. So Hootsuite's free. They have a free version. And you use Hootsuite a lot um, with some company. How, how did that work? Did you like it? How, how was it easy? Yeah, Hootsuite's pretty easy to use. Um, no complaints. So what are you doing? It? Like, what? Explain it to us. So Hootsuite lets you set up if you want to make a tweet or you want to make an Instagram post, you want to make a Facebook post. It lets you set up everything you want to write. You put your picture in there. You set it all up and you could post it immediately or you could schedule it. So mm-hmm. like I used Hootsuite um, at TGM and I also used it at another job an advocacy job that I worked at because we had to like advocacy is all about getting attention so social media was super super important it was almost just as important as like being in City Hall Mm -hmm. but you had to you know get people interested in what you were doing to get them to come to the hall. So we had to post, my data post was Thursdays. So I would look for content and kind of like save it up and then schedule it to post every Thursday. So yeah. Hootsuite lets you kind of plan out your social media like that. Yeah, and a, a, a great thing about Hootsuite, um, as Linda referred to, you can schedule. So if you're, if you're a person that isn't a fan of social media, um, but you also know that social media is important for uh, conversion. You can literally take a day out of your week, like a Sunday, plot out, you know, 20 tweets, 20 Instagram posts, put it in Hootsuite, it's gonna automatically distribute it out so you don't have to get lost in the wonderful world of social media browsing. 
while you're trying to think about what to post and there's there. there's like theories to what time you should be posting so that was like another thing and it's probably changed because like the world of social media changes every day i'm sure so this was a couple years ago but we had like three times a day so if i was posting on thursdays it wasn't just one post i had to post three times mm -hmm. a day and it was like commuting time so you know between 8 30 and 9 in the morning when people are commuting to work they're checking their phone they're looking at social media then sometime in the afternoon maybe around like three o'clock people are starting to get bored they want to leave work <sighs> then for the evening commute like 5 30 to 6. no you never shared that with me what was it yeah I, you never what asked was the intel what you never asked come on man See I'm how a they, quiet person. See how they do? I'm a quiet person. I don't <laughs> just offer information. You know that. Kawhi Leonard, I can just... <laughs> oh, you don't know. Hmm? Check our Instagram post. There's a Kawhi Leonard reference. Where he's like, I just not, I'm just not going to offer you up this information. I'm not going to go on a, a spiel. you got to ask me some more questions. Mm -hmm. yeah. his, We're on his, the same page. Then he had this awkward, crazy laugh. I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you. Okay. People, the people know. People don't sound up. But yeah, Hootsuite is dope. Hootsuite is excellent. If you want to just program and disseminate information over multiple platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, another another uh, a sister in Instagram or Facebook or your blog post is Canva. So Canva's free. There's some built-in paid things that you could get. But for the main, in the main, Canva's free. And we've seen but Canva change a lot over the last... Let me ask you a question. Is it still free? Because somebody told me the other day that it's a month free trial. Oh, wow. Have they now changed? Now you got to pay for They changed? It. Oh, I don't know. Like, uh, I know they have things inside that you have to pay for. Like, if you want to get certain images, if you want to do certain things, so... If Canva isn't free anymore, then they've changed. So technology. What's free anymore? What's free? <laughs> Quote unquote, meet uh, Rick Ross and Hove. Um, but that's that's the maturation of the game. So I think uh, the underlying the underlying theme here is when you first enter into a market, how do you make a footprint? How do you build in the market? And I think technology. Entrepreneurial technology in the early 2000s, 2010s, the business model was give it free. Because nobody's going to, well, you're going to get what they call usage, right? We want to get as much usage as possible. Then when we hit a threshold, now we're going to start charging people. Or maybe like what Facebook was one of the first to have like the ads. Now Instagram, you know, Facebook own has ads and you can pay for for certain things, but other apps, you know, for the longest time, apps on your phone, especially social media related, were free, but you had the gamified apps, um, like Candy Crush or whatever the case may be, that it was free to download, but there was things that you had to pay for to go through the game, mm -hmm. and so I think now you're seeing more of the technology the entrepreneurial technology getting gamified. So a dollar to download in order to get a, the full experience, you have to pay X amount of money. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's interesting. If Canva isn't free anymore, they just have What is that? What are you doing? Is that yoga? Yeah. 
See, this is what happens on the late night edition of CGM Lounge. Linda was doing something crazy with her wrist. So I guess it was your or, or Tai Chi. I don't know what was it. Mm. Letting the chi flow. Um, but yeah, so technology and 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 entrepreneurship. The, the the business model is always like give it free because he leveraged a lot of money in the beginning. He would millions of dollars go millions of dollars go into having an Uber, having a Canva, having an Instagram that can reach hundreds of thousands of people. So they probably have to cash in on that. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Canva had an IPO coming out soon. Then if they're charging now, so. what's IPO? Initial public offering. So they're gonna go to the stock market. I wouldn't be surprised. So what does that mean? Like, They're a public, publicly traded company. So you can own Canva. You can own a share in Canva. Um, They're offering up to the public for you to own bits and pieces of it. So I wouldn't be surprised that's coming next. Well, it's a really good program nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And the, if you want to design a flyer, or you can use it, like you said, to design an Instagram post. Mm-hmm. They have lots of different functionalities it's pretty cool there's another site that i had been using for a while and it's called pixlr Mm. p-i-x-l-r and it's kind of like a watered down version of photoshop but i've used it a bunch because photoshop is expensive Um, why do you need to pay for photoshop if you need to do just like simple photo manipulation you can just use something like pixlr and it's free cool. and there's like paid are we paid. sure it's free everybody's everybody's changing last time i checked that was still free that's still free and um there's an there's another app like with amber art and design we started using an app because now we're doing a bunch of projects in schoolyards a bunch of mural projects and we have a bunch of assistants so we started using a timesheet app, which oh, yeah. is also connected to GPS. Yeah. So I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called At Work. And basically, people just download the app, and then when they get to the work site, you can plug in the address of the work site, you know, their GPS on their phone. Mm-hmm. When they get to the work site, it clocks them in. And then when they leave, it clocks them out. Nice. Yeah, so that you just talked about process. So I have like that at work. If you have employees, you're trying to track them, you know, um, the hours that they're working, their efficiency, a lot of things that you can use. Another one that's free, we think. Uh, it was free as just as, as as recently as last last week is... Um, Trello, so Trello tracks projects, tracks jobs. So what used to be something in business where you had to pay for every little thing, you had to pay for a graphic designer, pay for communications, pay for web design, pay for logo design. Now you can get it at a relatively nominal fee. If not free anymore, it's still gonna be cheap. And so a big thing that we talk about in entrepreneurship are the three currencies, time, money, and effort. So if you're short on money, that's when you invest more time and more effort into something. So if you guys are starting out your businesses and you you know, you know want to get a website and you need to get a logo and you want to get some marketing material out, if you don't have the money to pay a, a firm or to pay a, an independent graphic designer, you know, Canva, Weebly, and um, 
Fiverr are great options for you just to get into the game because entrepreneurship is all about application. You can't be on the sideline waiting for the right time to do something. And technology now has opened up a lot of windows and doors for people to kind of sneak into the game and, and, and get off. Our first website, we built it on Weebly. Just real quick, just to have a website. You know, our first business cards were printed from Vistaprint. Real, we just made them in Vistaprint. This is 2011. Our first logo is the same thing, made like in, um, <laughs> my friend of mine, David Curtis, he made it in paint. He just like, <laughs> but he, he was one of those guys that would sit there and, and blow paint up to like, 2,000 megapixels by 2,000 meg- and just like draw line for line and so he was really detail oriented so he just did it in paint that was our first logo so you guys can definitely take an idea and execute on it now faster and this isn't a word but freer than ever <laughs> why isn't freer a word? Uh, it wasn't, uh, more free but it doesn't make sense in this so freer, we make we make up words on CGM Lounge. I make up words all the time. You do. Chicks pee. What do you know? What are you saying? Yeah, chicks pee. <laughs> Still don't know if you did it so, on purpose or. What is your favorite? What's your favorite technology and what's your least favorite technology? My favorite technology is Anchor. Anchor's my Anchor's my new phase, man. Oh, we should be doing the promotion. You you left before we could get paid to do this stuff. No, I'll do it. Do the ads. Anchor's my new page, man. Anchor's dope. Anchor has great audio. This isn't a paid ad. Not yet. Not yet. You'll hear Linda's voice when it's the paid ad. You'll know it's paid when Linda comes on the track. But Anchor's dope, man. I think, you know, you can make a whole podcast that reaches hundreds of thousands of people for free. In an iPhone bill, you know what I mean? This thing goes on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Play Store. And it's super easy to edit. Super easy it's to edit. It's like minutes. We record and then I usually edit like on the train, on my 15-minute train ride home. Yeah, it is. I mean, um, yeah, Anchor's really, really dope. We didn't, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention, mention Anchor in terms of like content. Because right now, content is king. Cash is still oxygen. Is you need cash, cash flow. But right now, content is the is the thing that is attracting people to your business. So Anchor, you know, if you just want to get content out, Anchor is a great way to get it out, and it sounds great. And you know, people can listen to your story. That's the whole thing. Every business is a marketing business. Doesn't matter what you what the transaction is. You have to market. This is the element, elementary function of the game. So Anchor is definitely a, a top. I mean, Instagram right now is like so omnipresent. It's just, um, I think the world would implode if Instagram didn't exist anymore. People would be walking around so depressed. Like, what would I do with well, my life? Nobody knows what I'm doing right now. So, of course, Instagram is a given. I think it just... Instagram, if Instagram knew then what it knows now, Instagram would have charged like 99 cents. At least. But then do you think people would have done it? Yeah, because people are vain. 
and they want to get out. I mean, people paid another cents for Candy Crush, and they were and they were just playing Candy Crush just because they were bored. So yeah, they definitely would have got it. And then imagine a million downloads and ninety nine cents. That's a million dollars cash right there. Like, so I think I think if Instagram would have known it was a commercial platform. They didn't come into the game thinking they'd be a commercial platform. They came into the game thinking they're gonna be a picture platform, like for artists and travelers and a yearbook. Well, not a yearbook. What do you call it? Scrapbook. They didn't know that people were gonna. I mean, people would literally make people became millionaires off of Instagram. Like, Influencers. Not even. It's just like one of our clients. I mean, he's sold so much product off of Instagram. Oh, off of Instagram. Yeah. Like, you know, hair, socks, books, clothes, cars, houses. I mean, you can sell houses on Instagram? Well, I mean, if you're, real, if you're in real estate, people are using it. This is, a, this is a medium for communication. So, okay. I mean, a lot of people made a lot you of money. You can buy a house off Instagram? You can buy a house off Facebook. Facebook Marketplace. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Technology is crazy, guys. If you, you know... Right now, more than ever, I was just talking to somebody the other day, and entrepreneurship is our civil rights movement. Um, between 1964 and today, maybe the other biggest thing might have been, well, positive thing, maybe like the Million Man March, I would say. Um, other than that, I can't really think about anything. But even the Million Man March wasn't an ongoing evolution in economic structure. Um, it was it was galvanizing, but it wasn't an economic push um, to change the way we see, feel, and act, and change our our um, proximity to opportunity. Civil Rights Act was, but you know. As of 2010 and going forward, I mean, I mean, if you want to count Facebook, 2004, but I still think it was that's still like the the baby age of it. I don't think people were really entrepreneurial at that point. Even when we started in 2011, entrepreneurship was was like a foreign language to a lot of people. They didn't really under they knew what it was, but they couldn't pinpoint and touch it. But because of Instagram, because of social media, you were able to see people's lives and stories develop as entrepreneurs. And see, like, well, I know this guy. He didn't graduate college. He didn't barely graduate high school. Now he's, you know, selling houses or he's selling clothes or he's doing this. And I get to see his story unfold. And if he could do it, I could do it type thing. And, I mean, right now, when you... When you look at the amount of opportunity that's created, just off of the fact that I live in, we live in Philadelphia, but I can communicate. We sell, we provide services to people in New York and California and Florida all the time. That's just because technology has brought us that much closer. And technology has made it a lot easier for us to be entrepreneurs. You know, and not that long ago, 2012, 2013, we had to mail paperwork to the state which kept us from doing a lot of the stuff that we do now we didn't want to do it because we have to sit here mail it cut a check put it in the USPS 
hopefully it gets there. Hopefully you get it. Technology is eliminating all of that. So you guys, are, we're going through a, a, a period in time that's going to be 50 years from now. People are going to look back at it like, wow, that was there was a very distinct change. Like it was, it, we're in an age right now. We're in a, a technology like, age. All that to say, like it sounds like you're saying technology is sort of this like great equalizer, right? No, uh, I was it, technology. I went it to equalizer. For more equity than other social systems. Yeah, right? technology. I would say I wouldn't say equalizer. I would say technology was a is a catalyst. It's like mm-hmm. it's like adrenaline. You know what I mean? Like technology is still new and they're still trying to figure out regulations. I think Trump was trying to not make technology free, you know, last year. Um, but it's just a, it's, it's, um, yeah, I would say a catalyst. It's like one of those things that is so, it changes so fast and so frequently that it's hard for regulation to control it. And the so the dope story about Twitter is Twitter didn't want to be what it is. Twitter wanted to be an inner office communication thing like Slack. Mm-hmm. So if you know what if you don't know what Slack is, Slack is you can use Slack for inner team communication and post like updates without sending text messages, just put it in Slack. People can go grab it. So Twitter wanted to be Slack, but when the well, when consumers got a hold of it, Twitter became the best way to watch TV with your homegirl. If y'all wasn't in the same house, right? You can just tweet about the show, tweet about Desperate Housewives, or tweet about whatever was going on. You can put your thoughts out into the ether, and people can catch it. And Twitter was going to close because they hated the fact that people were using it the wrong way. And but I, Twitter is a perfect example of how technology is so fast, and how the how consumers are so. Consumers are so. Consumers can't be controlled. Like, people are gonna use the thing how they use it. And that's why I think technology is a catalyst because who knows what's gonna happen the next time we get our hands on something and the intent wasn't that. Like, Instagram's intent wasn't for you to be able to sell front lace. You know, wigs. <laughs> they wanted you to take pictures of the Grand Canyon on the sunset. Mm-hmm. Right. But no, we're going to sell some front lace wigs on it. So that's why I think technology is is, a, is is crazy because it's so quick that governments can't really stop the next thing. Because when they're stopping the old thing, the new thing is already out. Mm-hmm. And consumers are uncontrollable. You know, once they get their hands on it, they turn it into what they wanted it to, what they wanted it to be. Um, but technology, I think the thing that I've started to become more aware about is who's creating the technology. Yeah. And there is still a lack of... Minority. Yeah, there's a lack of African Americans and sure. Latinos in technology. So yeah. that's something that definitely needs to change like moving forward. Um, because as we get into the artificial intelligence type of technology, I think that's like, that's gonna become even more important. Yeah, that's the scary part because, you know, in a field that is so dominated 
by, you know, it's very white. Yeah, white men. Um, but I have read articles and I've heard about things like hand dryers in the bathroom, you know, the hand dryers, that they are sensitive to skin color. So if you have a darker skin color, it might take a little longer for the hand dryer to come on. But I mean, that's like such a small scale example. What does that of, mean? Like, I don't understand. What does that mean? It means that... They can't see the hand? Or <laughs> yeah, it doesn't register a darker skin color as oh. quickly as it registers a lighter skin color. And so <laughs> like when you're thinking about technology yeah. and artificial intelligence and that becoming like more involved in technology, sure. it's also important to think about like who's creating it because even if it's not created within you know with a bad intention there might be things that the creators are missing things yeah. that they haven't thought about because you know they are coming from like a different one place. homogenous experience yeah i just talked about that today it seems like i always talk about stuff you know? i was talking about that today with uh David Simons, one of our earlier guests. I forgot what episode that was. It was marketing. He's going to come back because we got more to talk about. But we were talking about Uber and we were talking about how, um, you know, Uber is omnipresent across the globe, but they're in the red as far as financially. It means they're, they're heavily leveraged. You know, they, and they, they lose a lot of money on paying um, drivers. They pay drivers per trip. Which means, yeah, they make a lot of money when they have a lot of trips, but also paying out a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So they really can't scale. And, you know, the, the rhetorical question was, like, what are they going to do to stop that? And then the, the answer is, David's reply was like, you know what it's going to be. And it's like, like you said, the artificial intelligence, the autonomous car, cars. cars, right? And so he's See, like, what if self-driving cars can only recognize <laughs> certain skin colors? Well, here's the, That's here, really scary. Here's the funny part. So the funny part was like, I'm not. Dave was like, I'm not getting in that. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I don't think I. Don't, I wouldn't either. He's like, But like, Uber's gonna be in trouble because they know black people are getting in the self-driving car. <laughs> and I was like, Well, you gotta think. I was like, Think about it. Uber. I don't know if Uber does the. I don't know if Uber does the the census track, but if they lose the black population or the the poor Latino population. That's crazy. I mean, that's a, that could be that could be the end of the company. Like, if we don't want to get in a self-driving car because we don't trust it, who's gonna be using Uber? Right. When you, Hopefully, somebody from Uber is listening to this podcast right now. You got and to go into the office well, and just say, "Hey, we gotta everybody stop well, stop the, production." There. I stop mean, how many cars. how many cities are like Philadelphia where you have? Pretty decent public transportation. It's like only five in the, in the. Wait, you're saying Philadelphia has pretty decent public transportation? Yeah, decent. Uh, I'm gonna take away the pretty. <laughs> maybe barely decent. No, you can't say barely. You got 24. You got 24 hour trains. You got buses that run 24 hours. Yeah, they may not come one time. But every fifteen minutes during like rush hour, come on. But all right, think that's that's all right. That's here. But think about like Nashville, Tennessee, where where public transportation probably stops at like six o'clock. Like South Carolina, where my mom lives, I tried to take a bus one time. That's what I'm saying. Give give us a break. Like I know it's not the best it could be, but 
you can get I can get I can beat you I can beat a driver from West Philly to North Philly on pub here in Philadelphia and it's and it's it was as I think we had this conversation on another podcast that's only recently that they actually have 24 hour trains here the train used to stop at midnight and then buses would take forever so you know with the app with Uber it made it easier for people like oh I'm about to run I'm running late I could just take an Uber to work I could do this, I could do that. So my conversation with Dave was, all right, think about the think about the three or four cities that have pub transportation like Philadelphia. You got Chicago, New York, DC is okay. And DC's public transportation is good. I mean what I'm saying, like DC I don't know how the buses work with the the MTA is okay, I guess, but think about I mean, I, I think that was it because every other city is kind of like sprawling. So if if you live in a city like, let's say Nashville or Indianapolis where pub stops running and you're not biking, you know, because a, a, a lot of people don't bike when they're low income because bikes are pretty expensive, you might be taking, you might be using Uber to get around. Mm-hmm. And so, and not only that, a lot of the drivers are... Um, black or Latino in, in places. So if you if you're knocking out the drivers and then you're knocking out the the riders, who's gonna <laughs> who's gonna be using Uber? So is Uber your least favorite technology? You didn't answer that question. No, it's not my least favorite. I just think that, like you said, I don't think there's enough. And and actually, it's funny because they hired they had a black CEO last year. I think. Um, a president coming last year, a black female. Um, some of my least favorite. I think um, I don't have a least favorite. I don't have a least favorite anything. If I don't like it, I don't use it. Okay, fair enough. Well, I don't use Uber, so maybe it is my least favorite. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, do you use no, I don't use car share. Is there a reason why? Or ride share? Sorry, ride share. Do you use regular taxis? No. It's it's a, it's a it's a extraneous cause. I could just get. You know what you know what makes Uber go? Lack of planning. Mm. You're running late, so you get in the Uber. I could take the train or the bus. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I mean, we went on a rant, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Technology is really heavily dominated by. Um, an homogenous group of people and so but because there used to be this thing where they talked about like the internet um, low income communities there was like a internet what vacuum or like technology vacuum where people didn't have computers in the home and people didn't didn't have access to that type of information but now with smartphones you're basically walking around with a computer in your pocket you know you got kids that can that can do stuff on the phone and technolo- technologically or you know with technology now that we at, at that age we couldn't do so I'm think I'm, I'm assuming and I'm hoping that in the next couple of years you know they break through and they start making their own stuff mm-hmm. and their own stuff hits the market so it's so it's going to be interesting in the next 10 to 15 years, I think, as we see more and more and more people grow up in a technology age. I think you're going to see more um, 
you know, black and brown people get into the field. Because growing up, we didn't know, we didn't, I didn't know that you could make a lot of money doing graphic design or mm-hmm. you could be in technology. We didn't have that type of people living around us. Graphic design wasn't like a thing when I was growing up. Yeah. Because, you, I mean, I guess you would just draw it yourself. Like, computers weren't really a thing when I was growing but up. But everything is made from graphic design, though. The chair you're sitting in was yeah. designed. But, you know, we don't have that concept. So I think But it wasn't like something people had in their homes. That's no. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It was a thing, but it wasn't like a common thing to have in your home. Right. Like, even computers wasn't a common thing to have in your home until, like, the late 90s. Yeah. And maybe I was like one of the last people to have a computer in my home. It was like 2000. I was like, oh, we're gonna get a, a computer. computer. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so yeah, technology is definitely um, being catalytic for for entrepreneurship. Um, and it's easy. It's easier for people to get in the game, lower barriers to entry. So definitely take advantage of all the things on the market. We talked about a couple. And we kind of went on a tangent, but, you know, technology is here for you guys. There's a lot of free apps like Zero where you can do accounting and bookkeeping. So, you know, just just take advantage of it. Don't don't be afraid to try anything um, to get in the game. So, Linda, I know you like to keep them short and sweet. We're on 40-something minutes. Do you have any last words? Never. Hamas? Nunca. Yeah. The next, the next podcast will do all in Spanish. Okay. Dale. I don't know what that means. Dale, pues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Buenas noches, la gente. And uh, we'll see you next time. This is Common Ground Management's CGM Lounge. And uh, you can find us on cgmphilly.com, Instagram at cgmphilly, Twitter, Facebook at cgmphilly. And then you might see me driving an Uber next week. So, holla at me. (laughs) Ciao. Hasta luego.